Welcome back for more of that weird-ass tape friend time. It's for sure your boy grabbed some tissues and self-polluted all over the basement kind of episode of that strange show. Go fish, bitches. Yeah, hope y'all had time to catch up on our last episode as we took to the blood-red skies and landed on Fear Street. It was a vampire finds a young adult section at the library kind of deal. The witch was here. And tonight she's not. Watch your fucking mouth! And let's not forget this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Get deadly.com. Grab a bag. That's right. Grab a whole bag. I'm sure they'll be around uh, some conventions coming up, right? Maybe. Maybe. So, just me and you tonight. How you doing, big buddy? I'm all right. <laughs> and I don't know what you want me to say to that. Um. No, you, you, I'm good. I'm good. That was the perfect answer, what you said. I'm terrific. <laughs> I am I am tip-top. Tip-top. Cat's pajamas. Cat's pajamas. The other day you said uh, uh, you were perusing through, and you're like, oh, let me see what, what I can get on here with these, these fingers of mine and this remote. And then you were like, hey, the children. Did you end up watching that? Uh, I got, like, three quarters of the way through it, and I just couldn't do it anymore, which really hurts because uh, the children being uh, a trauma film. Yeah. It had such promise, but just way, kept... it just was too much in between uh, of everything. It's it's You're watching a movie about toxic children who have hugs that melt people. Yeah, that's perfect. And But it's, like, 20 minutes between every person that they melt. And then add the uh, add the uh, the studio quality of the people that brought you the original Salem's Lot. There you go. And uh, Troma's fine sense of acting standards. Well, I mean, it's a it's a highly regarded film. I just couldn't finish it. Yeah. Like I was like, it was an it's it's definitely an endurance test. Yeah, I think I think uh... I will. I will say the practical was dope in it. I love the effects when they melt people. Uh, it's very corny. It's very cheesy. I've been on a real big cheese kick. Oh, I know. Like, lately. Um, I know, because uh, I, I believe you sent me a screen cap video, and I saw some form of avian head, and I was like, ooh, stage fright. And you're like, fuck off. You're wrong. Yeah, that felt so good. <laughs> And then I was like, wait, wait, wrong avian killer. I mean, blood freak. You're like, yeah. Where is this, where is this knowledge when you're losing on 508's trivia show? Oh, speaking of which, uh, I, I made it to the final round again. And you're going to get your ass handed to you again. Come on down! You're the next contestant on that price. It's not hard to make it to the final round when there's only three of you doing it every week. Hey, I have I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, but uh, that and uh, being somebody who still holds on to the Roku, yeah. Everybody else has moved on from Roku. Um, I did uh, stumble upon a particular streaming service on there that I wanted to bring up on here. We mention a lot of them. Yeah, we but do. But this one in particular is called Raygun, which I guess maybe I could be the last person on earth to know about it. 
I don't know. That hey, let us be... let us know how late Ryan is to the game. If, well, if... remember, I have a Roku, so we're always the last to get anything if we get it at if all. If you get it. And if, if you do get it, it's like, psych. It was only available yeah. for a limited time. It's Roku didn't pay the bill. Yeah. But uh, it's basically a whole technically free app of just a lot of remastered and colorized old cheese. That's their specialty is cheesy horror, uh, like crazy old kung fu movies. You know the ones I'm talking yeah. about, like the non-mainstream yeah. kung fu, uh, the old school sci-fi uh, monster movies, creature features, and then what they like to call wild, wild westerns. I haven't ventured down that path yet, but I'm assuming oh, I'm assuming just awful. It's it's their their uh, catchphrase is so bad it's good. Yeah, I'm looking at the website now. If you go to uh, raygun.network, you just click the watch free button and it'll download it. You just got it'll tell you where to sign in and everything. You just sign in right on the website and it'll download it right to your profile already. You don't have to worry about downloading the app. It just Puts it right to your TV or your little box. And little cool aspect of it is it also provides a platform for newer, let's say, indie horror guys and uh, indie indie sci-fi guys. And you have the option to tip them, there you go. which I thought was actually pretty cool and pretty unique. Kind of like, you know, when you're on Chatterbait and you want to see the boob one more time. Then please, you gotta throw please, your please you don't, gotta, don't hit next, please. Show me a boob. You gotta you gotta chuck your tokens in there. But you can chuck these guys your tokens and it helps fund film projects and distribution and stuff. So it's kinda community based, which I thought was a a nice little aspect. There's the free version and then there's the uh you can pay. Okay. They have it too, which of course I went with free. But uh because I wanted to see what it was yeah, about. Yeah. I'm not gonna give you the whole fucking bag. Plus the whole thing, plus it's $10 a month for it. Hey, it might but, be worth it, though, because if you're, but, what, what you're telling me. But um, they have, a, I believe when you're paying for it, that removes all their ads. They have their own homemade ads that are pretty much like, make sure you tip the filmmaker. You're well, watching their movie for free. Um. But it gets rid of all of that, and it um, gets rid of the uh, little tip logos on everything. And I think it distributes that money amongst the filmmakers that there are part. Go. So I thought that was dope. And, of course, I found again and fell back in love with Mutant Sorority Pictures, mm-hmm. which is just my favorite sleazy fucking softcore-laden gore house. Is this, this is another app? Yeah, and it's free. Oh. Oh, Another okay. free. That one's totally free. What's the name of that one again? Mutant Sorority Pictures. Okay, Mutant Sorority Pictures, everybody. It's one of the, it's one of the few free apps out there where it's loaded with trauma. Oh, okay. Which uh, is how I stumbled upon. So they have, do they have uh, like uh, some SOV type stuff, shot on video stuff, and all? Oh that? yeah, oh yeah. There's a little bit of everything on there. You got to dig. Yep. They only give you like the the tip of the dick. On the homepage, but yeah, um, for but for ten dollars you can get the whole shaft. No, that one's totally free. Oh, really? Totally free. So you you yeah. choose how deep you go into that. Like you could just type in like Toxic Avenger, and then that's and, it. 
and it'll give you Toxic Avenger, all of them. And then everything related in some way, shape, or form further down the line. All right. But that's another one worth checking out. Uh, they did get rid of the app I used to love called Shitty Horror Films. Which was just nobody was, was lot, nobody was, was a, downloading that one. I wonder that why. That was a lot of sov on that one. That was a that was a good place for Mad Z. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Congratulations hey. on yeah. your 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 rapping. Yeah, I was gonna say. Film. He just finished his 12 day shoot. Well, what was it called? Die Sluts Die or some shit? I don't know. Die. No, that was the original name, and he oh, thought oops. that was too badly. Or that was in too bad a taste, so now oh. it's horny teenagers must die. Perfect. Nice walk the PC line. But, yeah, congratulations yeah. on uh, wrapping that up. I did see you post that with your with your crew. So that's cool. I bit the bullet and I watched Black Widow, even though I know, like, that movie is, like, nothing that happened there except for the end. Um, not going to ruin it too much. But uh, did you watch Black Widow? I'm not going to. Uh, I don't, that was my least favorite character okay. in the MCU. Uh, maybe when it becomes free and I have that much time. <laughs> I wasn't that so long. long. It was only like two uh, hours. But most people I know that saw it said it was just, it was a mess. Um, the only part, yeah, I can see them saying that. I really enjoyed the beginning. And then uh, yeah, the middle part was like, it was a lot to follow in the middle. The, the the part that caught me off guard was people going. The action sequences are so unbelievable. And I'm like, did, they were. did, you, they did were. you? I mean, we're talking about a movie in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, I know. But by MCU like, Do we standards... forget that we just watched a movie where someone, where Thanos threw a moon at a group of people and they survived? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am inevitable. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, check that out. How was David Harbour? Uh, he was he was funny. I did enjoy his character okay. as uh, the Red Guardian. Um, and his incessant uh, obsession with Captain America, which I thought was the, the highlight of the movie. Um, but yeah, check that out. There's a little post credit scene, too, that's pretty cool. Ties in some stuff, which I'm hoping materializes the shit's chess it ain't checkers i revisited a mariachi i don't know if you've seen you've seen that i know you've seen it oh yeah yeah fuck it that's such a good like first look at like the filmmaker like with the, rodriguez yeah with the cuts and like just the weird dutch angles everything it's such a good like film in itself but it's such a uh, also a good film and like filmmaking for me I, I like I it better it. than some of the some of the rest in the series. Yeah, I love it. It wasn't it. it wasn't better than Desperado, but it was better than Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yes, yes. When Johnny Depp's like, "Look at me," he's like, "You got no fucking eyes, man." It was the whole <laughs> him being eyeless and somehow yeah, yeah. making it as far yeah, as he yeah. did. Yeah, it's, uh, 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 there was a little comedy to it where the kid's like, "Wrong guy." Oh, I grabbed the wrong guy. This guy? Like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. But yeah, Mariachi and Desperado for sure, two top. Um, and then I found a show called uh, 
it's we're on a trash TV. You know, you 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 dabble in the trash TV realm as well. But, I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, I know. Uh, so I like. I found a show. Well, my wife found a show. It's called Murder House Flip. Have you ever heard of it? We always wanted to live in this neighborhood. It's a happy, cheerful place. I just wanted to buy a house close to the ocean. It was hard to find that. There's still the aura. There's something here. This is where the bodies were buried. It's a show where they renovate and like give facelifts to houses where people have been murdered or murdered in. Um, huh. They have some like, like they redid a side yard and front yard where there was seven bodies found of uh, Dorothea. I think you're, you're familiar with the lady. She's an Dorothea old lady. Dorothea Puente? Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with Dorothea Puente. <laughs> yeah, so this old lady buried seven people, and they're like, and then the people that own the house are like, we just want to have our grandkids run through here and not have it in our mind that there were seven bodies buried, six on this side and one in the front lawn. So they're like, we're going to put a swing set over the one right. on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. Put a, like, right there, just make sure your kids don't scrape the ground too yeah. hard with their feet. I was, uh, but it's it was just I got sucked in because it was like they're giving you a little bit of a history fact and then like crazy pictures and they're like okay so what we're gonna do is we're gonna rip off this wall, redo the fireplace, and then the the the, the owner of the house would be like, they never found the murder weapon and supposedly inside the the chimney is a safe with the with a with the possible gun. And then, like, they build up to it. It's it's uh it's from uh, remember the ten minute shows Quibi used to do. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? I think Roku Channel just picked up everything yeah. Quibi. Yeah, for they sure. went to the Quibi. They went to the Quibi estate sale. Yeah, for sure. Because there's a there's a movie that I didn't know that the uh, what's her name uh, the chick from uh, D from uh, Sunny. What's her name again? Uh, I don't ever, uh, something Olsen. Yeah, Kate, Caitlin, Caitlin Olsen. Caitlin Olsen. Yeah, she was in a movie with, uh, Will Forte. Will Arnett. Will Forte. Up, oh, wrong Will. <laughs> Will, Will Arnett. Um, and I didn't know it was, uh, but it's on Quibi. It's in, uh, 90 pieces. You can watch the movie. Oh, my God. Oh, is that where they're flipping the house? Yeah. Yeah, for the cartels. You're on a, you're on a, you're on a real, like, house flipping Trash TV, bro. Binge. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then I, I found Catfish. I can't watch that show. That's so sad, bro. Mandy, Mandy loves that show, and I'm just like, I can't watch these people yeah. fucking trade wreck. Yeah. There's one guy who's like, I didn't want to meet you. I don't think I've seen a single was... one of those where it turned out to be the actual person. That's that, always the one. I the one I did see recently. It yep. turned out to be that he wasn't lying about who he was. He just didn't want her to see how fat he was. Ooh. It was the, the old, saddest. The old, the old, I'm too fat to be loved. Yeah, it was the saddest fucking episode. Yo, sumo wrestlers have the biggest dicks on the planet. Apocalypse, American Horror Story. I finished it. Wasn't bad. Uh, Wasn't bad. I liked it. What? But it was basically Coven Part 2. Well, since you watched that, did you get caught up? What, the AHS stories? Yes. Yeah, I did. Uh, what did you think of part three, episode three, uh, the drive-in? I loved it. Yeah, I did too. It was... It was a great demon's it, homage. 
it was just gonzo to yeah. me. Like I it just it was chaos. It had that old formula to it. Yeah. It was very predictable. What? Very, 100%. very predictable. 100%. But I love that they brought Pepper back as like the fucking lady warning. I was there. Look at my eye. He yeah. ate my eye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what's I, his name? Uh, Mr. Jingles is back. He was the director. And the he attacked and he beat up Tipper Gore. Which you I think a bitch. lot of people probably at that point in history wanted to beat up Tipper Gore. Yeah, she was. I know D. Snyder just flopped his dick on the table in front of her and fucking won his fucking lawsuit. He did. You're an idiot uh, for thinking uh, my party anthems are making kids want to kill people. It's you. Yeah, it's <laughs> you with your sticker that made it so they can't buy the album. Because um, people don't realize at one point you couldn't buy a parental advisory album. Like, how old are you, Billy? You had to be 18 to get them. Otherwise, you had to get them at Walmart. Yeah, but that was around the time when you could get a pack of fucking cigarettes for your parents. <laughs> they can't. You can get a pack of cigarettes, but you can't buy Limp Biscuit. No, you can't. It's how simple that is. How simple they made that one. Yeah. But um, I very much enjoyed Double Feature, but I enjoyed uh the Christmas episode. I did. I did. I, I, I started bro off. Row House episode. Yeah. Um, it started off uh, where I was like, mm, I think I might hate this. Because it was that like. Was, that was the point. No, I know. And then I realized like quickly, I was like, okay. So I, was, so I found myself even yelling out, Bro House. <laughs> I was actually reading about that episode with uh -huh. the. Uh, with the uh, it was an interview with the actor that was the one that you were supposed to kind of feel bad for. Yeah. The short, or, uh, the short one? Yeah, the guy that they didn't take seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he even said, like, by the end of making that, like, he was like, I was so happy that we died. Yeah. No, it was. It was, uh, well, that's, uh, it was a, definitely uh, a commentary on social media influencers and lives and how people think about it. Um, they even mentioned it on the show, you know, as far as like bad press is still good press. Like, Look at what happened to Logan Paul in the uh, Suicide Forest. And uh, he, didn't get, he didn't get canceled. So. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He's more fruitful than he's ever been. Uh, he got a sec. He got a Robert Downey Jr. chance, but he was he was spinning. He, but he, after he, that, one. he made out. He made it out. His brother did. His brother. No, his brother's now a fighter. Well, they both are, they both are. All right, let's get off page six of fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. 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 Don't do it. I love anything with Danny Trejo in oh, it. Oh, that was, that was, was so good. It was it was gory. It was over the top. They decorated the tree with body parts, and then just disappeared. That's it. That was so funny because the cop was like, "I need you guys to come down here." They're like, what? It's like, we found that Santa Claus that we might have captured on your shitty fucking video, and we need yeah. to identify him. But I'm just like, that doesn't make sense. They're just like, like, okay, we'll go with it. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, this is these are the guys. Fucking, it's the same cop. And she's just like, yeah. you never made it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Danny Trejo was. It was a good. Uh, Seeing him uh, and, and uh, doing the Killer Santa 
like uh, a la fucking, you know, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night type deal and uh, all through the house. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I, it. It definitely picked up from that first parter, that two parter in the beginning. So it's got it's turning around for me. I'm yeah. I'm so. kind of I'm well, you also can tell because it's different filmmakers and different writers. Yeah. On every episode. And you can heavily tell. That's why I like the double feature so much. It was such a drastic difference. Yeah. Like, it felt like the first two-parter was kind of shot the same way. Yeah. That they did the original, that they do the original series. Then this one came out with a totally different feel. And it's it's actually got this really strong Tales from the Crypt quality that I'm loving about it. Yeah, yeah. So as long as it keeps that up, it's got this, the Danny Trejo one's got thick Thick humor, yeah, and I don't mean it like stick, bro, like bro house sick. I mean bro like it's, it's got that fucking dark ass fucking sense of humor to it. So speaking of uh, sense of humor, uh, started jumping around The Walking Dead because uh, last couple episodes we talked about uh, the uh, the new season, and I was like, when did the stormtroopers come in? So I decided to like jump around the seasons that are. Like I've already watched, and I I forgot how Terminus. Remember the Terminus season? How fucked up when they the cannibals? Yeah, about the I totally forgot about the cannibals. But that uh, was a very short part of that show. Yeah, but uh, no, it's like the whole thing. Like during that, in between when they were traveling to Terminus and all that stuff. Remember how everybody got split up? Like Rick, there was one episode at the end when the the fat dude and uh, that weird looking dude from uh, they're acting like they were gonna rape Carl and have yep. Rick watch him and Rick like became a werewolf in Moonlight. Let him go. I forgot how like bloody and like because he promised the terminus dude he's like that red machete I'm gonna use it to hack you to pieces and then when they found him at the church he was like are you gonna get, let us go and he's like no I made you a promise that he just hacks him to pieces <laughs> you don't have to do this we can walk away <laughs> and we will never cross paths again I promise you but you cross someone's path.
You do this to anyone, right? Besides, I already made you a promise. No! That's the beauty of that show. And that was the beauty of when they brought Negan in. Because yeah. it turned into, is Negan just the Rick we haven't been following? Yeah. Yeah. Because Rick and company, they do some fucked up shit. They killed. People, I they, think, the I reason think, why they found Negan or Negan found them was because they killed sleeping people. They killed a lot of them. I yeah. think they killed an entire building full of Negan sleeping. Yeah. They weren't even his soldiers. Those no. were just the people living at that spot. Yeah. He's like, you killed all my people. That's why I this is, smashed this his is lens. Why I'm, <laughs> this is why this is happening. Yeah. I think they got off easy for what they did. Yeah. So Not so. psychologically, but that's Negan's game. Yeah. So uh, I'm, uh, I think that's how I'm going to watch The Walking Dead and get caught up. I'm just going to go to the middle of the season and just hit play and then be like holy shit and then go That's to the next pretty, you got you got to be careful with the later seasons yeah cuz you'll miss there was a couple seasons where like a lot of like pivotal okay like i don't know how far you got up uh right now like, i'm on the season where uh daryl just watched beth get her fucking head blown off and then I don't know when you stopped watching it originally. I don't know um, if you made it to like the Whisperers. No, I start. I stopped when um, the when junkyard, it gets to the, the junkyard. When it, all right, fuck all of that. <laughs> with the with the they're in the up up up. Yeah, with the Pollyanna whatever Macintosh yeah, remember, lady. We're, I'm talking about the before time and the long long ago. Yeah, not that. Go yeah. to just when you get to the whispers, you gotta watch that whole story. Okay, I will. Then. Otherwise, it won't have the impact. You gotta watch Alpha's journey, and plus, Alpha's thick as she's thick as fuck. All right, so I'll I'll stop. That's probably like like, like she eight. does she does a lot of fucking yeah. Cause I stopped, I stopped. Uh, I remember now. Thinking back, I stopped when they were hiding. The last episode I saw was they, the zombies, quote unquote, were talking, and then they like looked at each other, and then that's when I stopped because I was like, I'm not watching the next so, season. Oh yeah, no, just FYI, those are whisperers. Yeah, yeah. those I'm are like, people wearing zombie skin. I'm like, nah, we're not doing that. I'm not going. Yeah, no, because that was me. <laughs> that was me when that happened. I was like, nope, they're talking. I'm done. Yeah. And then Andy's like, no, 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 no. There's people. Yeah. There's people wearing zombie skin. And I'm like, still stretching. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I think, they, like, I, I think like they're going to make them talk. Are, like zombies are able to, to just sniff you out. Speaking of sniffing out, dad's depression, bro, on Dave. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry to do it to you again, brother. But it took me by surprise, man. This show is Fuck. becoming... Like, Fuck like that show. Now it's like tugging at heartstrings. Yeah, man. That I didn't sign up for Little Dicky the actor. Yeah, I was like, wait, you're giving me an actual like substance? Like, what are you doing? Like, put your balls I, on his forehead again. 
I think that this you had the first season of the show was him trying to get what he wants, get to his goal. Now he's obtained his goal somewhat. Yeah, and it's and, like now what? And he's blo- and he's blowing it, but he's not though. No, because now it's been revealed that he has this. I'm. I'll go ahead and say this. On the show, because Lil Dicky is a real rapper, in case nobody knows that Dave's a real rapper. Yeah. Who's actually got skills, and he's got a lot of good songs. But this song he wrote for his ex-girlfriend, which calls back to the earlier season. Yeah. With him dicking around with her, making her sing on auto-tune. And I knew that that beat, I knew that that song was going to come back. Yeah. Because he was constantly playing with that little piano riff. Yeah. But he's made this what I think is going to end up being my prediction on this show is he is a selfish piece of shit. Yes, he is. But it's almost like you, to me, at least the journey I've gone on with the show is like, I did. It's like, I'm it's dawning on me as it's dawning on him. Yeah. Where it's like you root, you're rooting for him so hard. Cause he's just this quirky, funny. Yeah. Weird, dude, weird uh, guy. Yeah, you're like rooting for him so hard that it's like I'm going back and going, wow, he really is yeah. a fucking like not one of his moves he's done without it being for him. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. But now it's to the point where he's got this awesome fucking song that I think only his manager and the girl it's about heard it. Yeah, and the manager was like, this has has to happen. Yeah, it, even he wasn't on board at first, and then like after towards the end of the episode, that's when he was like, "Maybe I do need to change, even like, you know, how I approach my music," because he was like, "This sounds nothing like what I do," and he's like, "That's great, don't do what you, you gotta do. Sh- you you have to show growth." Yeah. Well, it's because he had the other songs. What was it? One of them was made. One of them, the Me Too song. Yeah, you want to get jerked off? Me too. He's like, Dave, I don't think you understand what's going on out there. He's like, no, no it's a song about me, too. You like to have sex? Me, too. I was like, oh, Dave. But yeah, I by the end of that, but by the end of that episode, I was like, oh, you did. You never did ask. You're right. Oh, what? Where he find, now he's discovered that his parents' life is not yeah. the picturesque. Because, I mean, he's held that standard this whole time. He's always described his parents as, like, the perfect people. His They're his, I believe they're his self-professed favorite people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And he thinks everything's just perfect with them, and that's, like, his safety net. And now he's finding out that it wasn't a whirlwind romance. His mom was fat, and his dad was a fatty, was a fatty, fatty chaser, and they got introduced strictly on those grounds. Girl. You thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Let me clap them cheeks. That was legit, and that was coming from the mom. It wasn't like the dad was like, "Oh, I was in the fat chicks." It was the mom was like, "I was fat. Your dad liked fat chicks, and then uh, our friend set us up." And then yeah, that's that's you, it. That's it. And he was like, uh, "Um," and then uh, and then finding out that his mom's miserable. And his dad has been suffering from depression literally the whole time that Dave has been alive, and he's so self-absorbed. Yep. He never thought to ask. Yep. I was like, oh, how come you didn't tell me? His dad just looks him dead in the face. You never asked. 
and then Dave loses it, which was like oh the head on the table. Yeah, which I was like, like that's such a deep like sad realization of like, you know, like I don't I am even, the bad guy. I am the bad guy, and that that's what going back to uh, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar's episode when he looked at him, he's like, you're not. That's well, like it's like my biggest fear is that people don't like me. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. It seems to be a whole crowd of his managers fucking sick of his shit and wants oh. him to just do his job. His ex-girlfriend has made it perfectly clear. Well, she did. She did. She goes, I love you. And when I, I was just... with you, I didn't like you. It's like, I was like, dude, you are getting ripped to shreds on this season. Like, and it's like, it's like the more like he gets known the lesser yeah. he's known to like the people that matter to him and it's like so like like his world his actual world that matters is getting so much smaller while the outside superficial world is getting bigger i would say my highlight so far this season would be the commercial that he was doing oh, yeah. that little that little the feature yeah. where he has a complete fucking meltdown because that dude is like, nah, change the song. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I think that he was pretty much like, can we do the other beat? And they're like, nope. Nope. Because he cheated. Yeah. He did cheat. He did cheat. He cheated. So, but, no, no, uh, no handouts, bro. You got to earn it on the cypher. But, uh, but, yeah, Dave's yeah. pretty good. It's, it's turning into a good, uh, good show. Um, I'm getting more sucked into it now. It was first season was a lot more. <laughs> this season and this season's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't ask, you son of a bitch. You did. Fuck you, Dave. That's not her favorite dish. That's yours. He even goes, I thought my mom's favorite food was mine. Yeah. How you let Gator walk 20 miles? You fuck. You ain't watching out for your friends. Piece of shit. I feel bad for Gata this season. He's barely in it. Yeah, I don't know. But his his story, he's coming around. The last time I thought we saw him, like, really shit, he, he fucking owned that kid's birthday party. He did. He did. The kids like, he, had his, he had his moment up yeah. on the car. And yeah. you know you were like, get it. Yeah, I was. I was. Because the kid was like, oh, shit, it's Gata. He was like, what? <laughs> He's like, wait, you know me? You know me? I love your song. I'll do it. We'll do it. You get in a party today. Yeah. You get in a party. Hello? 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 Remember phone booth? What, Colin Farrell? Yeah, and uh, see uh, for Sutherland? You have respect for fucking Keeper Sutherland. Seaver Sutherland? No, no, no. Let's break it down. I would like to buy a hamburger. I would like to buy a hamburger. I would like to buy a hamburger. I would like to buy a burger. I would like to buy a hamburger. 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 Say his name wrong too many times. Donald Sutherland pops up in the fucking mirror. That's just fucking. 
I hope you see that at the end of your bed tonight. Oh, don't, do, don't put that juju on me, bro. That's fucking scary. Invasion of the body snatchers. Ass fa- that's yeah. a scary ass family. But uh, yeah, no, I was I threw that on earlier today, uh, before we were recording. And you're like, oh, I'm watching something. I'm like, me too. And I was like, put this on, and I forgot fucking Forrest Whitaker's on there. <laughs> oh yeah, because I was like, what is, what's going on? It's probably this. Yeah. You mean to tell me there's a guy who fucking shot a guy, but he doesn't have a weapon? All right, hold on. Hey, guy in the hold phone. Hold on. Booth. Let me let me let me let me let me rub my eye. Yeah. Forrest like, Whitaker's the only person that can talk to two people at the same time. Yeah, it was the fucking funny part I was dying was when he was like, hey, Colin, tell Forrest Whitaker that uh, he can't satisfy his wife, and now he's a sad man that jerks it at night. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not saying that. He's like, I'm going to blow your fucking wife's head off. <laughs> hey, Forrest. The guy on the phone says you can't you fuck your... <laughs> yeah. And his face, is, his eye gets even droopier. <laughs> he goes full sloth. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck. It's not a funny movie, but it's <laughs> that scene was fucking hilarious. Uh, I did. I remember I liked it the first time I watched it more. This time it was more of a comical, like, why are you in a phone booth? I Because uh, he's the only person. Because his phone was dead. No. Because he's a cheating bastard. Oh, that's right. He doesn't want to get caught, so he uses a phone booth. Yeah. Can we just acknowledge that Kiefer Sutherland makes a superior villain? Yes, he does. I like to, especially at the end when he's all fucked up in the ambulance, and he goes, nice shoes, Italian. I hope you uh, use your new lease on life and uh, don't revert back to your asshole ways, or I'll be back. And Colin's like, oh, help. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I like to I like to reflect upon uh, Kiefer Sutherland and a time to kill. It is most oh. terrifying. Oh, my God. Fuck that. That movie, dude. Oof. So good. Such a shitty fucking premise. Story? Yeah. But so good. Everybody in that was good. Even Matthew. I don't even like him, but no. I liked Wayne. Wayne Knight was good in it. Yeah. He was uh, fucking Samuel L. Jackson was like, do you think they deserve to die? And he's like, fucking hell yeah, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. Another Samuel L. Jackson line burned into everybody's yeah. brain. Like, holy shit. I felt that through my fucking system here. I'm in the courtroom right now. So good when he busts out of the closet. Oh, what, with the slow with the slow jam? Yeah, he's looking at him through the fucking slats of the fucking door, and he's walking him out. Kiefer Sutherland's got his fucking stand-by-me fucking pullback. You out there, Jay. I'm in here. We ain't no team. The Michael Bay shit. I remember the other day you hit me up. You're like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I think Big, big Feet's real, bro. I think Big Feet's are real. And I was like, nah, bro. And you're like, check out this video. Yeah. Check out this That's video. That's what this is? Yeah, check out this video. And I was like. Are you shook now? I was like, because you're like, I th- I th- you're like, I think it's carrying a 
Bigfoot baby. And I was like, no, it looks like a deer. And you're like, well, it doesn't matter what it's carrying. Look what at that. Is what is carrying. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, let me see this video. And then I watched the little YouTube joint you sent me where the guy was like, and now I'm going to slow it down to 200% and uh, this, zoom it this, in. You, is this you sitting up at night fucking watching this video? Go, Joel, wake up. I was like, wake up, wake up and look at this video. I, I was even you like, see your big feet. <laughs> I was even like, uh, well, me and you were talking about it. I was like, nah, it's just a guy in a shitty ghillie suit. And you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Looks like a, like a big foot. But yeah, nah, he was crossing a river with some sort of other animal, which is fucking crazy about waist deep. I don't know. It, you you don't think this is like you know like that art installation of the silver of the silver fucking triangles in the mountains? I'm just gonna say that the same thing I said to you when I sent you this video when I told you to look at this video was I don't accept it. I don't care if it's real or it's not real. It's been too much of a year. Aliens <laughs> exist and now we know it. Yeah, yeah. All right, I don't need to know about fucking like. All right, so if big feet are real. Yeah. I'm going to question everything at this point. People are going to be like, there's a, there's, my dad used to try to scare us out of swimming in his lake, telling us that there was sturgeon in it. You know how big a fucking sturgeon is? Yeah, it could, it could grow up to a pretty, pretty uh, substantial uh, size. And they're aggressive. You all know me. Know how I earn a living. I'll catch this bird for you, but it ain't going to be easy. It's bad fish. Not like going down the pond chasing bluegills or tommy cards. Swallow you whole. Shaking, tenderizing. Down you go. The video, I don't, I think that they've had experts looking at it. They're like, ah, we don't know. Yeah, I don't. You know what? Well, we're going to put it in the, uh, you, the, the X-Files. I think oh, I somebody know. even said, I'm not going to say that it's a Bigfoot, but I can't say that it's not. And then he was like, whack. Yeah. <laughs> Did he lose his mind? No, if it quacks like a duck. Yeah. That's <laughs> what that would do to me. If, if they came out like, now it's like we've always thought aliens were the thing. And then the Navy's like, you know what? It's been a year. You know Let's what, give guys? them something. Aliens are real. You know, while you're sitting in the comfort of your own home, losing your mind. Here's the alien videos. Yeah, here's here's. Here's 40 years of stockpiled UFO videos. It's like, and and by the way, they're real. It was fucking Brandon Lee is the government, and fucking we're top dollar at home. Fucking 30 years of UFO pain. They're like, no. This was like, hit them in the side of Bigfoot. Yeah. Now they're like, now let's now let's show them they're not safe at home. Yeah. You hear that noise in your trash? Oh, well, guess oh what? you're social distancing in the woods? Here guess you what? go. Bigfoot's a thing. Now more than ever because people are home. So now the Bigfoots are roaming. You know? Like, I mean, great white sharks are literally 20 feet offshore now. Yeah. Like like somebody dip your toe in. Come on. Where the fuck y'all been? Yeah, this is my beach. Fuck y'all been. That's why I think there's a lot more foxes and like shit running around. I see them like crazy. Yeah, now. I'm like, 
Something's not right. They thought they all, the animal kingdom thought they had it back. Yeah, it was like I remember something of of a thing where like it was just a bunch of animals on a boat. Is this is this the thing again? Like, is... <laughs> like what do they know? Yeah, what do where, they know that we don't know? Where do these people go? But yeah, man, uh, fucking the video is pretty convincing. If I had like if I had like one of those like brains or like. You know, like the one, the, the old guy on TV where he's like, I've seen them. I've been on here for 20 years. I'll see two or three of them. I'd be, I'd be that guy. I'd be, I'd be like, can I get my own show? Well, think about all the crazy people that'll be vindicated. Yeah. I told you. I, I told you they was real. Cletus. Cletus, you owe me the $10. I told you. Yeah, everybody that had a close encounter that's been in a mental institution for 20 years. I have been... <laughs> I told you. Uh, but I was looking at because I yeah I did actually start looking into things here. Uh, it says the most the uh, ten most convincing Bigfoot sightings. Obviously they got the classic, uh, walking through like the mud marsh. That was proven to be fake. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, so it says the uh, 1967 film shot. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, gorilla suit. Uh, there was a youth. A uh, group was camping in the Marble Mountain Wilderness uh, when uh, leader Jim Mills noticed a strange-looking creature skulking along the ridge nearby, and then he filmed it. So it was like a grainy footage video of a monkey, of a monkey man. Yeah, well, it looks like some dude just hiking, like far off in the distance. I mean, because we can just say big feet are essentially monkey men. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what do they call? It? There's a Joe Rogan calls them like by their actual their actual name. Sasquatch? No, like they're like whatever they're called. Uh, and then there's like a picture of a big foot in the snow, like up in the ice uh, in the that's Himalayas. Called a, that's called the Yeti. The uh, Himalayas in the uh, 1951. Saying that a white one? Yeah, alleging that the footprint belonged to a Yeti. Uh, so it says in 2014, Christie's Auction House in London capitalized on the worldwide interest in Bigfoot and sold the original photo for five grand. Yo, it's we're in the wrong business. Yeah, let's start making Bigfoot T-shirts and like fucking cast like big feet. We're just we live in the we live in the city. Oh my God, there's a Bigfoot over by the Price Right. Yeah. I saw Bigfoot. He was in the Burger King trash can yeah. on Riverdale. Yeah, he was. He returned the cart and grabbed a quarter. I see Bigfoot at the end of the intersection holding oh, the sign. Let's say we'll. We'll fucking growl for food. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of shit. Uh, October 2012, a group of siblings hiking the Provo Canyon uh, thought they spotted a bear shitting in the woods, and they started filming it. Uh, when the creature stood up on two legs, the hikers ran the fuck off, abruptly ending the shaky video. So a year later, the siblings launched a Kickstarter campaign to investigate other Utah Bigfoot sightings. So they're like, yo, there's money in this. Fund it. So we can go uh, uh, travel across the United States on your dime. Taking grainy footage. Yeah. I mean, Bigfoot's not a new phenomenon, but uh, definitely that new video is going to peak, uh, start some what interest. We're, what, we're, what we're leaving out is how uh, now we got the, what is it, the state of Missouri? Yeah. Issuing a bounty 
for anybody that captures a live Bigfoot. Yep. Because they're saying that the sightings are becoming so frequent that they just want to put it to bed. Yeah, that's it. That's, he's either real or he's not. He's like, do... either bring me a Bigfoot's fucking head or shut the fuck up. No, they want it alive. Oh, do they? They want it alive. The reward is for a living Bigfoot. I don't know. I feel Someone like might come in with missing hands and feet. I feel like that would be if if they tried to capture a Bigfoot, it would look like the the opening for Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see like a real like how much would that blow your fucking mind? What if it talked? They don't talk. Well, how, how do you know? What if it was like? Well, it's about time. I've been yeah. rummaging through these woods, me and my people, just watching you destroy Earth. Thanks it's for just, capturing just, me. And then you just, and then you, you find out that they 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 harness some like telekinesis and they explode everyone in the room and take over <laughs> like Planet of the Apes takeover. You're reaching too far. <laughs> telekinetic. This uh, Bigfoot with telekinetic. Just fucking scanning people, their heads are popping up and blowing up. No, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine at work the other day. It was like all of this crazy shit that they claim exists like yeah. you get the cryptids and all that is like what would we do if somebody because nobody ever gets like substantial footage yeah it's just a clip of or... any a clip or something underneath the water that splashes or a grainy bigfoot or or an object moving and it's a ghost what if what would you what would would you be able to handle it if somebody actually got like say like, uh, think about it. What's that? Like, like signs. Someone's looking out their window and just Bigfoot just crosses right in front of them. Full shot on camera. Just a fucking Bigfoot. Or say somebody at Lake Champlain literally leans over their boat and looks down in the water and there's Champ just looking right at him. Yeah, or, or like, let's just say a fucking full body apparition ghost. Uh -huh. I don't know. I mean, would I be able to hit if it happened to me? I'm saying like if this or if, like, if, this like, shit, or if there was like, more like if if we just started catching okay. substantial like verified like this shit. Hey, guess what? All of this shit's real. Just suddenly I'd be like, okay. Like it's I mean, it's suddenly like if the government just turned around and said, "All right, there's Bigfoot. We've been keeping him in a camp." But you motherfuckers want to go fucking hiking every year and expanding further and further into the unknown. Now you're treading on their territory. So, whichever one of you assholes get like eaten, imagine, fucking... imagine, imagine living in a world and it's like all of a sudden we had a quarantine zone in the U.S. where we can't go in because that's Bigfoot territory. I like, like that. Like, right? I'm gonna write. Like I'm gonna write like that district down. Nine. Like District Nine, but big feet. Just a whole world full of Harrys. Oh man. Running around, or dude, I'm saying, imagine if somebody caught a like an actual lake monster. That'd be nuts. I, that'd be that'd nuts. Be, if Tom I mean, Hanks, if Tom, instead of Daryl Hannah, it was an actual, if Tom Hanks, <laughs> like an actual Bessie, and that was like the whole movie, that'd be dope. Boule boule, bro. Let's not take our
una chica gorda que está muy curiosa y todos le gritan ¡Bule, bule! No, that's not, I mean, that would be crazy. In 2021 into 2022 is the time for all these. To do it. Is the videos and the and the, and the films and it, you know it's not looking like we're gonna be around much longer, people. We need to hurry up and start actually. You need to get out there. And start. Yeah. Think think about all the old timers that just yeah. lived on Loch Ness and that was yeah. their life. Tell your story. Find a fucking Bigfoot and bring it to my. I I would music. hate to think that the human race would end never knowing if Bigfoot was an actual thing that was there, and can he catch COVID? I don't know, but yeah, I thought that was a uh... find the Loch Ness monster and sneeze in its face. Yeah. <laughs> no happens. more Loch Ness. <laughs> That's imagine uh... that headline: Loch Ness monster finally caught dead, died of died of <laughs> fucking Lambda Delta. Yeah, fucking fisherman <laughs> coughed in his face. That's it. It's over. Just like this group of campers here uh, that got eaten by a fucking bear. A brown bear, the Ursus Arctis, uh, in Salmon Beach. There's a picture of it. But uh, the group was hiking through Russia's Ergaki National Park when the attack occurred. Uh, says three companions of the deceased fled barefoot, and it took them seven hours to find safety. So if regular wildlife, that's not like human, ab- like, you know, grabbing Wait, the they shit. they got eaten by a brown bear, or yeah. do you mean a grizzly bear? Says brown bear, a brown bear. That's um, a mean brown bear. Yeah. So uh, says here, yeah, killed by a brown bear in Russia. Um, so they said that the reports that the men scaled a wall of rocks once they saw the drooling bear. The one man, Evgeny Starkov, lagged behind. And I think he's the one that got eaten. John Re- John Rice Davies popped up. He's like, what you gotta do is make grizzly soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never never toss a door. Yeah. How big was this stride? Yeah. Sliders. Fucking <laughs> wrong show, dude. That was it. That's what we gotta do to get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> one of you motherfuckers about to get eaten by a fucking bear. That's like regular wildlife doing wildlife shit, but like, yeah. Go find a fucking <laughs> a thing that doesn't. Me, go find us something crazy. But finding something that doesn't want to be found means you're not gonna be found and i think that that's what happens do you think they're that intelligent though if they exist uh i mean they're runner like, like they're like they're at the, this point it would probably be tribal i would think so where they're like cavernous like cities underneath the ground in yosemite and like all this shit and like imagine that shit if they found a whole like bigfoot city underground yeah. i that's it pack up yeah pack it up as, uh, that's that's when you're gonna know your. That's how we'll know Yosemite's about to blow. That's when we'll get our footage. Someone will be on their front steps going, "Oh my God, there's like a hundred Bigfoot running." Like, like what is that noise I hear from the fuck from the woods? My... <laughs> what the fuck was that? Well, according to you, they'd be like, "No, yeah, yeah, no, run no. away. We're out here now, motherfucker." I got my camera. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You're gonna blow up. Yeah. We've learned your language, but yeah, big. <laughs> we've been we've been that close to you the whole time, but yeah, big feet is out there. 
I've had a, a few sightings. I hear this plop, plop, plop. And I heard this loud, deep roar. It was blood curdling. And I said, what is that? I had a feeling that a firearm wouldn't have helped me at all. The cage that keeps on giving. Prisoners of the Ghostland. Nicholas Cage takes on ghosts, samurais, and ninjas. Sometime around September 17th from our LJE film. So you know it's going to be a fucking shit show. Shit show. But so it's going to be I've a been good in, one. I'm, you know what? I've been enjoying. I, I haven't watched Pig yet, but I heard it's quite good. Um, I have been enjoying the Nicolas Cage. Been, I'm going to call it a phenomena at this point because <laughs> the the movement that is Nicolas Cage. The the help Nicolas Cage not go to jail for tax evasion movement. Yeah. Um, but I think the fact that, um, from what I understood reading, uh, it's simple. If you want Nicolas Cage in your movie, pay a million dollars. He won't even read the script. He'll he'll skim it. Mm-mm. No, nope. He'll so just he show up on set. We're like, oh, Nicolas Cage. The whole the movie is we just beat the shit out of you the whole time. I'm on it. Like I feel like you think be. that's like a I think that's like a winning point with like a bank or something. You're trying to get a loan to make a movie. You're like, we have Nicolas Cage. Oh, I did like him at Wild at Heart. Here's your money. Here's your money. I love Con Air. What's your movie about? He doesn't say a word, and he just—it's him beating up fucking. You remember him. Chuck E. Cheese back in the day, or Banana Splits? You remember that? Oh, didn't remember they that? just make a movie about that? No, well they're making another one. Nicholas oh, Cage well, is in this one. He doesn't say a word. He just drinks soda and beats shit, yeah. it, and that's it. Uh, so it says here, uh, yeah, that's it for real. I did try. Uh, I did try that other one. Was that the Kung Fu one? Jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Well, this one might I, be better for you. I shut jujitsu off. Like I don't like. even. Th- I was like, "Where the fuck is Nicolas Cage in this movie?" I think at the end, and he's just like, and he has top billing. Yeah. So, hey, listen, you pay for the name at this point. You know what I mean? If you're not gonna use them, you're just paying for the name. But a lot of people have been using them smartly. There's a bunch of movies that, you know, Mandy, Color Out of Space. I've heard well, I feel nothing. Like we, we've gotten some real gems. Yeah, mom and dad, I, it's good. But then you get jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this one says uh, "Prisoners of of the Ghost Land." Uh, says both Nicolas Cage and Bill Mosley star in Scion Sonos, Suicide Club. Uh, he's uh, the Scion Sonos is a uh, Suicide Club, um, and then uh, action horror extravaganza, uh, which made his premiere. So it says, at long last, the film is making its way to theaters, digital HD, and VOD platforms on September 17th. Um, so it says, the film is set in the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town, where ruthless bank robber Cage is sprung from jail by wealthy warlord, the governor, played by Mosley, whose adopted granddaughter Bernice, uh, from The Mummies, Sophia Butella has gone missing. The governor offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway. Strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman in his own path. I mean, it, it says there are samurais, there's ninjas, there's ghosts. It sounds awful. So. I'm not going to lie. It's, is this the movie that Mosley like, bailed on cons for? I think so, because he was supposed to uh, 
work with Nicolas Cage, that was the rumor. Yeah, so it turns out it was true. So if you want to see Otis yelling at fucking... I feel like they're going to yell at each other. I'm here to do the devil's work. He's like, I am the devil. Yeah, you. I will not bring shame to my dojo. That's high uh, praise. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just two two crazy dudes yelling at each other. That's it's the just, movie. It's just gonna be them blowing cocaine and yeah. screaming at each other. Yeah, because I mean, he's sounds like he's playing a bad guy too. Warlord, wealthy warlord, the governor. So, uh, it's probably gonna be fun. Before you know it, there's a picture. Did you click on it? There's a picture yeah. of, of uh, Nicolas Cage. He looks like he's in front of the the watchtower from Back to the Future and uh, Post Apocalyptic. I'm clicking on it. I need to see this. Oh man, wearing his cocaine fueled high kicking fucking jumpsuit from back in the in the in the late '80s when he went on that talk show, not wearing a shirt, just high kicking and throwing money around. Somebody needs to tell him to stop dyeing his beard. Uh-huh. Just embrace the pig. You should see him in pig. He's full white beard. I think that's what he looks like in real life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're like you This need... doesn't even look like he dyes his beard. This looks like he uses like a like the, he's the coloring com- it the, in. The Coleman thing. Coleman shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's but... too perfect. Yeah. The, the the shade of black he, like he perfectly matched his beard to his head. Well, he's in NWO. He's that he's he took that uh, that Hulk Hogan. He's got, he's got the Hogan, yeah. the Hogan Coleman. Yeah. So I mean, he's getting plenty of work, but you know who's not getting plenty of work? Corey Feldman. He's saying he's officially retired from acting, but I feel like acting retired from him a long time ago. No, 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 no. I feel like this happened after because a couple days before that. Yeah, he went online campaigning a Goonies sequel, and I heard him campaigning also like, "Hey, I could uh, I could be back in the fire thirteenth anytime, <laughs> anytime you uh, need me." No, to. he was actually like pushing the Goonies sequel, yeah, saying yeah. that, saying that it was always an idea that was tossed around with Richard Donner, but okay. Richard Donner just died. Yep, so well, that's it. So with Richard Donner, and uh, but he thinks that they could get Mel Gibson to direct it. Sugar Tits himself. Well, that's it, it was a weird rambling post that I was reading. I'm trying to find it and send it to you when I can. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know how it's, it's I always yeah. give, I, I subscribe to him on Twitter. <laughs> just, 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 just for the fucking shit it ma- post. It makes me feel better about my mental state in life reading his shit. But uh, this, it was, some, oh no, no, no. I got it backwards. Oh. It was it was about a conversation that Richard Donner yep. had had with Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. Uh, about Mel Gibson, because uh, they were trying to do one more Lethal Weapon. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. And and but the studios were like, no, no, we got young people to do that now. So so they were going to have Mel Gibson fund the whole thing. Yeah and take over the director's chair. So this spawned Corey Feldman's post about how that would be great for someone from the Goonies movie to step into the director's chair with Richard Donner being gone. 
And I believe up until he posted that, there was Sean Astin was on board and Josh Brolin was on board yeah. and Martha Plimpton was on board and now nobody's on board. Never mind. I feel like Corey Feldman's that like dude at like the high school reunion where everyone's like, yeah, good. To, it's so good that you that you made it here, but you're but you have your own table. Can you please go sit at that? Again, he's like, hey guys, how are you? Well, I mean, they all Josh Brolin's fucking clearly done pretty well. Yeah, he's Thanos. He's, he's uh, Thanos. He's a lot of fucking. He's the, uh, he's the guy that found the money that got killed by the guy with the funny hair. Yep. Um, and then you got. And he became a president. Uh, Corey. Uh, not Corey. Fucking. Whoops. Sean Astin's pretty much dug out his niche in the, or his little cove in the world yeah. of. He's just a treasure at this point. Like when you're when you're being brought in. For a throwaway role on Stranger Things. Hi, it's... I'm Bob. Bye. Oh, bye, bye, Bob. Bob. Bye, Bob. <laughs> um, like, Bellman's just—they got to be looking at him like such a shame. What happened to Corey? Well, I mean, he's fifty now. Not saying that that's a. a thing, he goes but... to the, he goes to the same hair dye specialist as Nicolas Cage. Yeah, they, they. I think they walk in together, but only one walks it's out. The, it's the same shade. It's yeah. the same shade of black. Well, he says uh, what uh, his future in Hollywood. He says, as far as the film front, yes, I've got a couple cameos. Uh, there's a couple of cameos on the way out, but they're very brief, and that's it. I have not decided if I even want to make another film. I've li literally taken this as a giant reset, and that's what this is all about. The 50-year mark for me is saying half of my life is now over. How do I want to spend the second half of it? And that's going to unfold as the days present themselves, and I can't tell you. So it says uh, he's also spotlighting why he's in the position he's in. Um, they recently reported on another interview with a Star Express feeling screwed over by horror producers. Uh, and it says it doesn't seem like these are isolated incidents. So he says, uh, I can't tell you that I'll ever start another movie. I haven't decided if I want to yet or not because I feel like I've dedicated a lot of my life and a lot of my career to filmmaking. And I feel that I've been a bit overlooked. I uh, don't want, don't know that I want to dedicate any more of my life to something where I'm not being appreciated. I know that there's appreciation for my past acting work. Uh, I'm not saying that there's not. I just don't really see myself begging for work. Which I, I, yeah, I get that. I mean, if no one's hiring you, dude, I mean, sucks because I mean, hey, hey. There's hope for everybody. Look at Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's 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 he just Have got hired for something else. I saw he just uh, he is now starring in the new Scorsese film. Yeah, which is the highest budget Scorsese film ever. Two hundred million dollars. Wow. And he's going to be starring alongside Robert De Niro. Done deal. So, uh, Brendan Fraser, welcome back. Welcome back, brother. Those those of us that uh, hey, hey, know what, uh, a true blast from the past. Doom Patrol, dude, come on. No, Doom Patrol is good. He's great in yeah. that. I haven't even finished that. That's a series I got to go back to. But that yeah, was, same. I watched that just to laugh at Brendan Fraser and yeah. found myself going like, oh shit, I forgot. Oh, damn, he can act. He fucks too. Yeah, like he's Buck. He's, he's he, his name is Buck. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, our I guess uh, 
Yeah, keep your chin up, Feldman. I don't know how to finish. <laughs> Stephen King's got himself a nose for horror. The Red Band trailer provides a squirmier preview of Stephen King's series, Chapel White. I'll watch it. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry go. if you were waiting for like some <laughs> profound fucking... I'm like, let me see what he's gonna say. Like, I still hate Adrian Brody, but well, I mean, he was he was trying to hook it up. He was cutting off his own nose and opening up the trailer. There, I was like, maybe I'll get a different role. They're like, hey, can you do what you did in the village, but not what you did in the village, but just put on the same clothes? He's like, all right, I'm there. He's like, which accent do you want? They're like, don't don't do accents. Do that. You want me to play the piano or no, no. Don't do that. They're like, you don't know how to play the piano in real life. You're lost. Uh, so it says, uh, the worm turns. So your stomach in the latest look in the adaptation of King's short story, Jerusalem's Lot. The show was developed by Peter Filardi, uh, who worked on the craft and flatliners. Uh, and Jason Filardi also wrote several episodes. Uh, the directors are Burst Tears, uh, Pride and Prejudice, and Zombies. Uh, Richard Letterman. Michael Nankin, a bunch of people, Adrian Brody, Emily Hampshire. Did you recognize one of the girls in there from Shit's Creek? Yes. Yeah, so she's in there. I'm excited to see if she's, uh, hopefully she's not just Stevie, like, back in the day Stevie. You know how some people act like just. You watch way too much Shit's Creek. That's all. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, uh, so it says, uh, if you don't know what the story is, set in the 1850s, the series follows Captain Charles Boone. Uh, played by Brody, who re relocates his family of three children to his ancestral home in the small, seemingly sleepy town of Poacher's Corners, uh, Preacher's Corners, excuse me, Maine, after his wife dies at sea. However, Charles was soon to have to confront blah, blah, blah. But visually, looks awesome. It looks yeah, because, I mean, in, the, in the, the trailer, it's like, okay, yeah, and then they show him like, oh, dear, we're going to go back to my old stomping grounds and then like halfway through the trailer it's like some dude's like oh what are you doing in the mist in the middle of the night guy and then the horse's face gets smashed in and the guy gets fucking his throat slit and set on fire and you're like what uh i noticed a barlow-esque looking yeah there was gentleman in there so yeah. i'm hoping maybe there'll be it's it's a prequel yeah so we'll see i like it well so far i liked it there was like a baby being born with like half a face yeah that was uh i i'm pretty so, interested in the preacher with the the girl crucified on the upside down cross yeah and then the uh uh i don't know what was going on with somebody being pulled into like the top floor of the house from the outside by a rope was it a rope or was it like a like a like a hibiscus? I mean, a little intestine. Yeah. I mean, we'll Oof. see. That'd be crazy. Imagine that. Like, throw I mean, them out I the throw I, I them out the windows. Dot and machete. Is that a machete? They threw someone that, out the window and held on to him by his by his innards. No, he he lit somebody's stomach open, grabbed their guts, jumped out the window, swung down to the next floor holding his intestines, then threw the intestines up into the rotor of a helicopter. And it sucked the guy out from through the window into the helicopter propellers by his guts. 
What? Yeah. Oh, you never watch those movies? No, I never watched Machete. Yeah, you need to watch those movies because that's okay. what those movies are. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that looks crazy. You're like, seen it. I saw it done better. <laughs> yeah. That was a Rob, that's a, those are Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll get on that. I didn't know they were like that. All right. That's Danny Tripp. Why? Because it's the Spy Kids universe? Yeah. It is Spy Kids. Yeah. It's the sequel to the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. All right, and speaking of sequel to the Spike, look what I can do. Your favorites. Your favorite Stewart, bro, Kirsten, is in another movie with David Cronenberg's. We've been eyeing this for a while. We're like, oh, shit, Vigo, Vigo Mortensen and Cronenberg about to team up and tear a new asshole in this with the history of violence, video drums, scanners, and Twilight. And now we're getting Kristen Stewart. Which, uh, I mean, has history shown you anything, Ryan? You must watch first. Before. I mean, that doesn't change my feelings about Kristen Stewart. I still hate her. The movie around her was pretty good. Yes. <laughs> but she's still a piece of shit. She is. She's still, she's still a home-wrecking hussy. Yeah. You know what? That changed her mind. DJ Miller looked real good next to her. She's a piece of shit. Yeah. I could get past DJ Miller's obvious cocaine problem. But, uh, yeah, so she's in it. Crimes of the Future, if you don't know what we're talking about. Sci-fi horror project. You should know what we're talking about. David Cronenberg, bro. Uh, So, yeah, she's added to the cast. So, we'll see. Uh, Filming is officially underway in Athens, Greece. So, get your baklava and fucking boom. Put your video into your stomach. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Wanted to see where that was gonna go. Fuck you! I bet yeah. Sometimes... Is, so far this episode, you've had like four bails. I don't know. Sometimes like things go through my head, and I'm like, you know, you I don't want to. You mean you just aim in the boat at the directly at the rocks? Yeah, I'm just like, do I do I go for it and just fucking obliterate? Will I will I Nicholas Cage and face off this boat off the rocks? Nope, bail. Yeah, no, not today. Uh, but yeah, Florida woman accused of skinny dipping in homeowner's pool. What would you do if someone showed you showed up to your house and there yeah. was a woman skinny dipping in the pool? I mean, would you be like, excuse me, ma'am? I feel like see, this used to be a porno scenario. Yes, that's what I said. That's why I clicked on it. I want to read but, the rest of this Hustlers magazine fucking. But. <laughs> I feel like now I've learned that that's also how many horror movies start. Yeah, and then the word Florida. Yeah. Well, look at TikTok or what was that? Knock knock. Knock knock. Yeah. Hey man. Next thing you know, you're getting catcherbated and fucking buried up to your neck in the backyard. Whoa. (laughs) I know kung fu, but uh, yeah, the woman was hostile. Toward uh, arriving deputies and demanded that they leave her alone. They proceeded to not leave her alone. So she was arrested uh, after authorities say she was caught skinny dipping in a random homeowner's pool. So it says uh, he thought something was amiss when he found clothing strewn across his lanai. He then spotted the naked stranger in his pool. Police identified the alleged, allegedly, Skinny. Allegedly skinny. Why, is there a photo? 
No, I was just saying, the allegedly skinny dipper as uh, Heather A. Kennedy, 42. Uh, you need to click on this because you need to see what we're talking about when we say Florida woman skinny dipping. Uh, she looks like a mixture between Luna Vachon and uh, Andrea from uh, The Walking Dead. But, like, before they stick the knife <laughs> the side of the brain, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, meth. Yeah, pretty much. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm burning up from all the blue ice. <laughs> a rock candy with blue spices. Yeah. So, uh, she was confrontational, resisted arrest, butt-ass naked. Uh, she uh, was taken to county jail where they say she refused to tell them her name. You know how they identified her? Pussy tattoo. No. Previous jail booking photos. Wait, I know this bitch. She's on the wall with Brendan Fraser. Because <laughs> I like the steak. Um, yeah, so that's... uh, Yeah, I was like... Because like you said, I was like, huh, this is the start of a definite porno. Nope. Horror nope. movie. Horror movie. She's on bath salts. You're going to get your face eaten. Bro, that dude is lucky the, sh the cops showed up because that was the next step. Like, I'm hungry too. But, uh, yeah, speaking of horror movies, don't forget, right, to uh, hit up Wuchi.com for pro-quality prosthetics and F SFX makeup all year round. Uh, use the uh, special discount code provided by uh, Mandy Strange for 15% off your entire order. Spell it out, bro. M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E. You put that in. I'm Carla. Hi, my name is Mary. Hi, uh, I'm Susan. Hi, I'm David. I'm 40 years young, <laughs> and um, I live with my mother. It's okay. I'm looking for a deep connection. Someone I can give myself to. Completely. Hi, I'm Andy. Thanks for being here today. I have been waiting for this moment for what feels like forever. True friendship. We're going to get to know each other. Talk about whatever you want. But more than anything, we're going to have some fun. And hopefully, it's the start of a beautiful relationship. What do you say? Sounds weird, Andy. Hi. I'm Lisa. You want to hang out tomorrow night? I'd, I'd love to. Maybe someone will come around that can help you out a little. I thought we could tell each other everything. You just need to open yourself up to it. I thought we were best friends. Nothing like a little friendly competition. Right, pal? That's what friends are for. You're just drunk with infatuation for some cute girl. To be there for each other. We don't need her. We have each other. When all the chips are down. You've taken everything from me. Andy, I need makeup that's why I'm here for you, pal. Why don't you give us your best smile? Self-polluting is the best. Nice digs. This one's for all you tape heads out there. Rent-a-pal 
is a 2020 American thriller film written and directed by John Stevenson, produced by J.D. Lifshitz, Brian Landis Falcon. What? J.D. Lifshitz. I Lif- feel like there should be an and. Uh, released on September 11, 2020 by IFC Midnight. I forgot to put a word in there. You're like, good night, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So uh, set in the 90s, a lonely bachelor named David, played by uh, Brian Landis Falcons, uh, searches for an escape from the day-to-day drudgery of caring for his aging mother, played by Kathleen Brady. Uh, while seeking a partner through a video dating service, he discovers a strange VHS tape called Rent-A-Pal, uh, hosted by the charming and charismatic Andy, played by one spooky weirdly creepy will wheaton uh the tape offers him a much needed company compassion and friendship but andy's friendship comes at a cost and david desperately struggles to afford the price of admission so we kind of went already through because uh not many people in this movie uh so we got andy we got david we got lisa and we got and we got the mom and then the the shitty receptionist at uh, Fuck You on Film <laughs> fucking productions. Um, but yeah, uh, you hit me up about this. This was, uh, you kind of reminded me, you're like, hey, rent a pal. And I was like, sounds familiar. I remember. And I, when I looked it up, I was like, yes, I do remember this movie. And you're like, it's on Hulu, pal. Hey, pal, it's on Hulu. And you were like, we need to watch this. So, was this movie awesome? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, this, yeah. This is a very unassuming movie. Yeah, it is. Because, uh, I mean, like uh, like we said in the uh, beginning, uh, take, taking care of mom, lives in the basement. Mom has dementia. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh yeah, you were saying it's unass- unassuming. On the surface level, it's very unassuming. I it's uh <laughs> I really wanted to cover this movie because this movie fucked me up. Did it? This it's This dude's an incel. Yeah, but it's not even that. It was just it was whoever made this movie. Yeah. Uh well, lift shit. Lip shit. Lip, lip shit. Lip shit. Well, it's written and directed by John Stevenson. So let's look him up while you break it down. So you're saying, who made this movie? This, the the whole way this movie was done, mm-hmm. it's a very, very slow burn. I felt. It was almost like excruciating slow burn, but on a downward slope. Yeah, it was on a descension. But the brakes are on the whole time. But it gives you little little nuggets, little kernels of, like, I still haven't watched the movie three times already. I still don't know if this shit happened or not. Uh, is this real life? Yeah, this is real life. Okay, now... Okay, now I... In your seat. Uh, To me, I felt like this was highly, highly original in the sense of uh, 
dealing with the uh the the trappings of taking care of a family member um that you know you love and all that stuff and then going through the motions of still trying to create a life for yourself you know and then like very hard to do yeah and then like with him he's he has the idea of these like chuck woolery fucking love connection type setups and no one's he's he comes across as a very high strung weird guy he comes across that way but you get the initial monologue where he has to record his tape very well spoken very caring very like you hear the monologue and you're like that makes sense like god damn you're a good dude and then they're like all right highlight reel yeah he was like i I live with my mom yeah yeah and that was fucked up please touch penis yeah pretty much because i uh, um i think i did put that in the notes please touch penis but um yeah because that's what that that whole thing it was like it was such a disservice to him to even be part of that service um because they're like cool story bro but it's supposed to be 30 seconds long actually no the men get 15 seconds and go the women the women get to talk for as long yeah. as they want yeah and i was like damn that's fucked up so what are you supposed to do if like you're not offering like looks or like like yeah i got a big dick but no, all you all, all he could say like you said was uh i'm a good guy i live at home oh, he, he with, froze yeah i live at home with my baba uh and uh i'm um, virgin yeah i like <laughs> i like i want to touch boob <laughs> the guy was like great good job i'm sure someone will find your tape and love you well i mean let's let's acknowledge the fact that those those video dating services those were money schemes oh for sure because that's all i mean were. that was that's all that is is we're gonna charge you and well they show everything that he tries to do he's gotta swipe that card yep and it was Man. like it was like on a such a like them matter of factly like just expecting him and then him like not even like even thinking about it you know what i mean she's just like okay here's your here's your package and this and that and she just puts her hand out credit card's already there slice slice boom he goes home watches the tape highly disappointed (laughs) he liked he didn't like anybody on there um but then he digs through the bargain bin and he finds andy with his weird creepy cover which I mean, this had me at Will Wheaton because I like Will Wheaton. I think Will Wheaton is funny. Yeah, I also too. loved him. I also loved him on Star Trek: The Next Generation as Wesley Crusher. He was great in that. Oh, um, he's look also at you. Go- look at you he's pulling all- out names. No, pulling out names. Yeah. He was in the movie Toy Soldiers. Yeah, duh. With Sean Astin as the son of a mafia. Yeah. Don. Who gets? I think he's the only student that gets killed uh, in the whole movie because mm-hmm. he tries to be he tries to be the man. Oh yeah, they blow him away. He gets yep. machine gunned in the chest. Yeah, and he's it's Joey. Got... He plays Joey in it. Well, listen, Toy Stories, to- Toy Stories, Toy Stories. It's a different Toy Story where. Uh, yeah, uh, Toy Soldiers is one of my favorite movies. It's got Keith Coogan, John Aston, Andrew Divoff. Yeah, he plays Joey Trotta. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. 
Are you really going to not mention Louis Gossett Jr.? I was getting there. Louis no, Gossett. Louis Gossett. And it has the guy from Indiana Jones that's like the bumbly, yeah. the bumbly dumb friend of Indy's dad that's always getting locked up somewhere. Marcus. Yeah. Mr. Marcus. Mm-hmm. Also has got, uh, you forgot, Arlie, Arlie Ermey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, General Kramer. But yeah, great movie. But anyway, this we'll, is we'll that movie. Will Wheaton, everybody. Will Wheaton, everybody. <laughs> but um, it's just he gets that tape, and then that's when everything starts to. I mean, it's cringy. Yeah. It's so cringy, but yeah. it's. I can't like. It's hard to talk about this movie because. Well, it is like, hard. It's cringy, but it's like cringy on purpose. The movie lures you in. Yeah, because that's what it's uh like the tape, like the tape yeah. lures you in. Well, but then break down the tape dynamic of how it's it's not easy to break down, though, because he jumps around in it. I think at one point I looked at Mandy and I'm like, how long is this fucking tape? Well, let's. OK, so the first run through was uh, just a run through to see what the tape was, because like in the beginning, he was like sipping on his drink and then he'd be like, oh, show me. Show me your your room. Show me around. He's like, "Fuck you, that's my name. Fuck yeah. you, that's my name." And then like he leaves the house. He has to deal with uh, Grandma's side boob, you know. And Eventually, he has the he gets it memorized. Yeah. So then it starts really playing into his mind, like Psych- his mind fuck his psychosis. Yeah, because Andy starts really becoming like they go through the weird tape pal introduction. You know, and then, like you said, they start playing Go Fish. And even down to the point where he's putting in the right cards. So when he's like, yeah, so when he's like, you got some fours. And he's like, no, he's like, go fish. What about seven? You got seven. And he's like, yes, I do, Andy. And he's like, I knew it. (laughs) Like, it was so like. Right. But then you get the weird shit that starts happening. Yeah. Where it seems like the tape knows Andy, what Andy's reaction to things. Well, what about, like, in the beginning when we opened the episode when I said it's your boy grabbing the tissues. So that, when he starts to... You talking about when Will Wheaton talks in the way that I don't want to ever hear Will Wheaton talk again? Yeah, she's like, she was riding me up and down, up and down. Like and her tits were in my face, flopping around, big huge tits. Oh yeah, oh. And then, oh. yeah, I was like, I thought before that, right? Yeah. The because uh, the tissues come into to play a couple times, but before that, they do the weird tape pal introduction. He fucking fucks off about that, right? And yeah. then he grabs the tissues. And I thought he was going to rip into some old family films on the 8mm fucking projection screen. No, instead he's watching fucking old, like, he doesn't even watch normal porn. Silent porno, and he does that. Silent old old school fucking reel-to-reel porn. He does a hate-fuck jerk session on his fucking basement dick. But, yeah, to go back to what you were saying, the, uh, jerks off to andy even and it's just like at that point i was like 
All right, you've descended because this was after that crazy, creepy fucking montage of what you were saying when he was like flipping through and there was like different scenarios of like when he was lining his life up to the tape so so it would yeah. make sense. And then like that was the culmination where he jerks off to Andy's story and then like his mom comes downstairs and yells out, self-pollution and fucking smacks the shit out of him and then andy calls him gay and yeah. laughs at him but did that happen that's what i'm saying to you then there's these weird moments and i, I think i said to you to pay attention to the sound design yeah because there's moments where andy's talking to him yeah. and i mean if it's just me let me know where his voice sounds like it's on the tv yeah. But then all of a sudden, it sounds like it's in the room. No, you're right. There was that. Like, it kept going back and forth. Yeah. Like, when it started getting personal, yeah. it started sounding like the, the whole soundscape changed to where now it's like he's hearing it like he's actually there having a conversation with him. Correct. So, yeah, I just. And that's where it started making me fucking bug out because I'm like looking at Mandy and I'm like, is. Is the sound fucked up on this, or does this sound like it was like, like he's hey. in the fuck? Like he's all like, oh, well, you know. So anyway, how are you doing with the big titties flopping around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's the where he's got the girl in the basement. Well, that's the, that's the part. That's and the, he's fucking and he's fucking around with it. Well, let's uh, rewind that part because he does match up, right? This is how sad yeah. this dude's life got, right? He doesn't just match up. He, like, fucking knocks it out of the park. Yeah, he does. Because, you know, um, Lisa was the one, you know, to, she was a caretaker. She was a fucking cool chick. She understood dealing, taking care of an old person. You know, and... Uh, and She uh, brought him lasagna. Yeah. But uh, there's a, you know, the the story of when, you know, he's they go on the Lisa date, they'll go to skate scene, um, yelling that was such a sad scene where he's just like yeah 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 like I did it I went on a date with a real woman I was like holy fuck like right but then he finds this like the tape's got everything on it yeah he finds this random conversation with Andy pertaining to tell me about the date you just went on but instead of what you would expect the reaction to be, that was that was the coolest shit to me, was this tape did not do at all what you would think it would do. No. And instead of the tape, this is where I'm going, is this shit really happening, or is he imagining this shit? Because the tape is, you got Andy on tape going, tell me about the date, and he tells him everything. But instead of like, that sounds really great, guy. I'm proud of you. It turns yeah, yeah. into him lambasting him. Yeah. Over over bringing a girl into his life to, and separating their friendship. Yeah, because I I put on the note here I to said, the I said, to the point that he breaks up with her. Yeah, I said damn. I put in the note here. I said damn, dude, Andy is a fucking jerk. Friends don't usually cock block. Friends no, are usually like. Well, he does it. Friends are usually like, I'm gonna head out so you can. Lay some pipe. Yeah. Or I'm going to be on the other side of the door listening <laughs> casually. Doing my own. Doing my fuck. own lane. Laying my own pipe. 
Doing my own self pollution. My my own sad jerk on the other side of the door. Oh man. But uh yeah, I felt like the the hardest thing in this movie, like I know there's like the dissension of the mental psyche of him, of uh Andy. I mean of uh David. But the mom angle in this movie, um, to me it was very was very hard for me to to watch. And like the little side story of like her calling him um that his dad his dad's name and then like you know when you find out that you know his dad took his life and like all this shit it's such a tragic like ecosystem in its own so like for him to be like mentally fragile and like malleable to the point where like andy could take up real estate in his head wasn't too hard for that to happen you know what i mean Great. Um, now we know that the tapes are real yeah. because there's a bunch of the tapes. Oh, when he loses his shit. When he loses, when the tape gets fucked. Yeah. By the mom fucking using it for well, tape. Going, this tape sucks. Yeah. That you got any more tape? But before that, but that was the thing because after Andy was like, you know what you should do, right? You should never mess with our friendship again. She's a piece of shit. And then he, like, throws away her number and all this shit. But then, like, the mom leaves, remember? That's how yep. she gets reintroduced back into his life. Because the mom wanders out the door. Okay, now, question for you. Subconsciously wanting to that to happen and then regretting it? Because, remember, he kind of, like, or was it absentmindedly because he was so fucked with the Andy thing and then being pulled to Lisa and, like, still trying to figure out, like, where the tapes I th- are? I think, I think it was absentmindedness. Okay. Cause I think he was just like he was into the Andy tapes. Yeah. At that point, like you said, he let a videotape cock block him. He called and broke up a date with a perfect female for him. Yeah. She had a and, boot- she- and she had a booty on her. All right. 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 Real quick. Real quick. Cause even Mandy was like, God damn. Yeah. He had a booty on her. That girl had a like a and a swagger on yeah. top of I said, dude, I've never seen Stonewash jeans look that good in my life. No, like that was like you made those mom jeans snug. Yeah. Like, like you're fucking, you're fucking up. Yeah. You're fucking up down there, dude. David, Lisa got a booty, Andy got a dick. Lisa got a booty, and she's cool with the fact that you yeah. live with your mother. Yeah. She wants to fuck you in that basement. Yeah. And that's when he busts his nut. What did I say? I said, I said, I said, damn, Lisa gave him that eighth grade fucking leg rub nut buster because it was like, and he just, he just whimpered and she said, huh? And he said, nothing. Get out. But but then what happened? But but what happened when he busted that nut? Andy goes, He fucking, well, I mean, it was weird because it's like he paused the tape. Yeah, and what happened? Andy furls his fucking eyebrows. All of a sudden, the fucking tape starts moving on its own. Which is where I'm telling you, like, I still, three times watching this, I have no idea. I think that was it was in his head, he's like, Andy's looking at me in, with this Dane. I just blew a nut in my pants. I didn't even get it out. I'm just fucking... <laughs> Get out. Me and Andy gotta talk. 
Yeah, but you know, that was when you said uh, the like there was like a real tape because you know grandma's making the shitty dementia collages that are out of the tape and uh he went to the place and was like you bitch i'm not paying for this shit no more where is he screaming where is andy i want andy yeah and then the guy's like then he's the one dude holding like one copy and he fucking he's like hey man he's like gives him like the the craziest look he just takes it and then grabs the second one yeah just in case but But, uh uh, i don't want to spoil too much of the end because there's uh, nope i'm spoiling it are you i want to talk about it okay so let's talk about it then okay so because because i haven't had a movie okay hold on hold on disclaimer if you don't want the end spoiled stop here and then come back and listen to what we we thought because it's it's a flip it's a flip Okay, go ahead. I haven't had a movie pay off this hard in the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of the last time that that's happened. Yeah. This ending, the ending of this movie just goes fucking zero to 75 mm-hmm. so quickly with a simple push. This dude fucking gives his dementia mother a full gainer down the stairs after telling her dad killed himself because he couldn't fucking stand being with you. Yeah, but what was the catalyst? Because you're forgetting there's a... He brings a tape home. He puts it in life as usual. They go through the motions and they get to the mom part. Moms, huh? Aren't they something? We don't need her anymore. Yeah. We don't need her, right? So what are we going to do about that? Just let her go. And then that's when he goes upstairs and is, like, losing this, like, completely immersed into, like, I'm fucking well, out of here. That's when sh- this shit goes fucking because psychological because of him. Yeah. His voice changes he has andy's voice doesn't yeah he? it's like a hybrid like like a like a hybrid of like the tracking oh, he, voice he starts sounding like he's on the tape yeah because he's repeating everything on the tape as he's fucking like you said he threw his mom downstairs and she's screaming well, that, that was right before she came yeah. she like snapped back to reality yeah that was the part that hurt the most but she was yeah. like david yeah, and he was like, boom, like, I'm already here. Yeah. Bye. And as if that wasn't bad enough, we get a full shot of busted up mom. Yeah, I think her leg was, like, up up, up over her fucking head. And- yeah, and her fucking arm was snapped in half. And she was she like, was- why you do this to me, Timmy? Why? But then we start getting, I mean, like, this shit was it was dude it was nuts every tv he's on every tv all of a sudden yep he's walking through the house he's walking through the house reciting the lines like oh you know like tell me more about you know like it was so off-putting because it was like like a welcoming conversation as he's you know walking through the house and then you know like because he goes like that's my favorite line in the movie was when he goes, uh, 
like you know you're important to me andy and all this stuff and then you know where it wraps up like when he's like sounds fucking weird and then boom the fucking flip he goes upstairs and just decimates his whole world uh to the point where booty mcgee shows up with lasagna mind you with the lasagna because this girl's that fucking awesome that she's yeah. like, he's probably having a hard time. I'm going to bring him dinner. Yeah. And then it just turns into. Wah! Yeah. Because she's, she's like, the... what'd you do? And what'd you do, David? And David just goes, I don't need you. I think yeah. he's doing the Andy lines at her. Yeah, he is. He is. Like, show, and... me ar- show me around, you know, whatever the fuck. And knocks her fucking lasagna to the ground and fucking what is he tries to choke her with the fucking with the tape sh- with the shreds of the tape. Yeah, he does end up choking her. No, and he, yeah, no, she chokes. No, her. she she gets out of that shit and then she fucking. I love the moment where she like you see her thinking like uh uh stab. Yeah, yeah, that was uh I did like that where um that was a that was a real life right there like no yeah um that was like hard to watch at the end like yeah he threw his mom all that stuff but like the lasagna um it got realistic yeah she was like the slipping on it and all that stuff and he's just trying to and then she like messes him up stabs him up but then he goes to the end you know like goes back downstairs and uh, now you're getting to what i i personally feel now I'm campaigning for this movie. Yeah. I tell everybody to watch this movie. I have to. Specifically because of the last scene, not counting the mayhem. Yeah. But the shot, this, let's just say it, the suicide. Yeah. In this movie, I felt was so, dare I say, beautifully done with the tape, like how he's just like, this is goodbye. Goodbye, my friend. Like, put a bullet in your mouth. This is it. And just, like, I'm getting chills. Just that whole fucking Will Wheaton is scary. Yeah. Yeah. And like he says, you know, like, uh, you're important to me. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was. It was surreal. The end of this movie is surreal. Yeah. And you still don't know, like. What the like this movie ends this is one of those movies that ends and you're like what the fuck just happened yeah and that's the thing like i felt like like you said it was a slow burn and you know i but like then you 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 did the uh you know i said it's like going downhill and then you added the uh, brakes on kind of like the unsureness of it and just holding back um and i felt like like with everything that was going on i just felt like sure the end was like the tragic ending to it and all that stuff but i felt like the living part of it like i love the whole deterioration aspect into you know david's psyche because it felt like the world building into that like destructive end was like so good to me I feel like we could use a phrase I don't think we've ever used on this show before, but I feel like this was almost like this was almost like Greek tragedy. Like it was just it was just it was Shakespearean of the like of like not saying Shakespeare's Greek before people make fun of me. 
fucking I'm saying like it was just misery. It was tragic. It was misery. Tra- yeah, it's tragic. It was just tragedy. I need to know. I need to know if these if this like what like what the deal with the tapes are or if it really I'm choosing to go with none of that tape really did any of that. And no. it was all an invention of his head. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with you on that ride and go with uh, it was uh, self. I think this dude, inflicted. his dad killed himself. And it pro- and he's. I think this was one of those. This was like the, uh, the Michael Douglas falling down, yeah. but without the flashy bag of guns. Yeah. Like this was just, we were watching. This was like. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker esque, where we're just the whole movie is just watching this guy yeah, slip into slip into fucking madness. Yeah, and you know that the only outcome is going to be total destruction and devastation. There's nothing you could do about a runaway train. You just either turn your head or watch it fucking go through and, that intersection. It's and like, I th- I think that surreal ending. He just had the tape memorized. That's yeah. how the tape ended. Yeah. That's how he chose yep, to go out with his a... best friend saying goodbye. Yeah. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody who he felt cared. Well, that's what I put. Wishing him peace. Because yeah. that's what I put on the on the note here. I said Wheaton did play a great friend and manipulator to David. So I felt like he used uh Andy you know as a as a coping mechanism because he had a lot of unchecked trauma a yes. lot of unchecked trauma and then a lot of social ineptitude but like the the fucking cards are stacked against David to even be successful in any facet of his life up to that point because he's an old dude you know what i'm saying so like the freedom of like making up stuff like so i i can't say that he's not schizophrenic unchecked schizophrenic you know what i mean so like there's yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah i can see that yeah so like i feel like at the end of it like did the tape exist it existed to david andy existed in how david wanted andy to exist and how he needed andy to exist for him to become free of his tragic Greek tragedy, like he said, because he, he was just destined for tragedy. Dad, mom's fucking gone. He's gone. Born, born under a bad sign. Yeah, you know, he's gone essentially to the one person that's supposed to love him. She doesn't even know that. I, Hi, David. Like, I'm fucking David. You keep calling me fucking Franklin. Like, I don't even exist to you here, and I'm here existing. For nothing, nobody, for myself, fuck me. You know what I mean? So I was like, so when Andy's like, nice digs, bro. And I'm on the fence of craziness. I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, Andy. Goddamn right my basement looks fucking good. Fuck yeah, I got that beer (laughs) sign right up there. You know what I'm saying? And like, like, and you already like, I wish my mom was dead. And then like, Andy's, hey, we don't need our mothers. Dude, Andy, you're fucking... 100% 100% right. I don't need my goddamn mother. Hey, mom, get that shit at the bottom of the steps. So it fully becomes like, I know I'm being like, you know, 
trying to make a little light of it, but it's like, yeah, like the tip, the t- like fucking Andy. I, what if he never met Andy? Do you think he would have not? I think the same outcome comes with a different catalyst. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to know. Yeah, because I feel like. I think that's the beauty yeah. of this film, yeah. though, is it left us totally in the dark about what just we we had to take it at face value. And that's what I loved about this movie is that it doesn't leave shit up to your imagination, but it leaves everything up to your imagination at the same time. Like you just watch this just happened. Like you just watched this happen. This dude snapped. He pushed his mom down the stairs. He tried to kill his girlfriend. His girlfriend, he was dead regardless. Yeah. She got him. She got him good. She got him. Oh, she he was spitting out black blood. Yeah, she got She him stabbed him right in the fucking liver. And like he was going to I think he was going to go regardless and he chose to go by his own hand. Yeah. So I think I just I don't know. This movie mind fucked. This movie mind fucked me. I give it I give it props cuz it fu- it fucked me up. Uh I know so, we I know we haven't done a a rating in a while, but I I would say this is a high eight, almost nine out of ten for me movie. I'm giving I'm I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine just because of it just the um because of this the befuddledness like it's hard to even like really communicate what I got out of the movie. I I'll tell you this. Part of that nine comes from the fact that I. Saw it on fucking Hulu, yeah. so you get props Hulu for that shit. But also because it took America's favorite fucking dork, nerdy guy, and fucking yeah. turned him into this fucking. Imagine how fun this movie must have been for him to make. It's just sit in this chair in front of this camera. This is what we're doing. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm just when we're talking now. I'm remembering. Like Andy gave everything that david needed even down to the phone like to the phone ringing and then dave uh and that was a touch that i love that he was like you know what i'm talking to my friend yeah like you matter yeah and it was like i was just like holy fuck like this dude's yeah this guy was if that tape was he even used them sexually for sexual gratification it's like everything if this tape was, if this tape really existed in this universe, that dude Andy was a fucking genius. So it was like, because it gave him everything. Rent a pal gave you everything. And it gave me everything that I could want out of a movie. And I don't give a shit about the 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Uh, so it says it suffers from untapped thematic potential. But Will Wheaton's unsettling performance makes this unique horror story worth watching. I feel like that's a doesn't do its service because I felt like sure you could say that the end was like we've seen people get killed over lasagna or people get thrown downstairs, but the that reasons, wasn't the point. But the reasons why they're getting thrown and why they're getting choked out are so crazy, and like I love you know me like I 
when i'm talking about like serial like killers and stuff like that or like what makes someone tick or like get to that point it's like this was psyche. almost like this was almost like what you would feel like a serial killer thinks yeah. he sees yeah like this is the dog telling berkowitz to fucking go out and shoot people haha <laughs> i lied yeah, this is this is Norman Bates's mom. Yeah, in the window. Yep, yep. Like this is, I I'll put you know what I'll put this on par with with Psycho, not for like classical, like no, but like the 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 the, the deepness of the mind and how like fragile it actually is because that's that's what I'm gonna choose to take away from this movie is that it was a visualization of a psychotic break. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cause... And to me, more blunt than they, and I'm not calling it a bad movie, yep. more blunt than uh, Joker. That yeah. was more avant-garde. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, was... was more like, this is what it looks like to be crazy. This is what it looks like to have all the pressures go Finally... through you. And then Fun. your valve, yeah, your valve just giving up. The head gasket. Blowing. You're like, okay, I had enough. <laughs> Andy, a... you're all dead, and then I'm gonna shoot myself. Oi, that Bella, Andy. <laughs> really? <laughs> all right, but uh, yeah, I mean, I know we ruined it for people if you've gone through here, but. We gave you a warning about the end because it does wrap a lot of things up. We, there's so much layers to the movie that we could uh, we could have had like a like a, another hour of talking about. You know it. What? You could hit us up and tell us anything. I feel like this is why I went back and watched it a couple times because mm-hmm. there was stuff I grabbed. Yeah, on the second watch, that, third watch. That, yeah, that I didn't that I didn't catch. There's so many little. It's a it's an onion. Yeah, this movie's an onion. And then by the end of it, you're crying and regretting eating it. Yep. And the lasagna's ruined. And the lasagna's ruined. Dinner is. Three... Don't put... she put too many onions yeah. in it? But uh, yeah, it's uh one five nine zero one seven, right? That's his uh, that's his uh key, his uh his little fucking pin code for the get a date on tape fucking thing. That's so crazy. Like he calls just to go back to see how impersonal he is in the world. I'm sorry, because like I said, we could talk for like another hour. Like he calls like the service that's supposed to be like bringing him love and affection. And they're like, hi, yeah, can we help you? Who is this? And he's like, it's David. And they're like, who? And they're like, he's like, oh, yeah, it's uh, 159017. They're like, oh, hi, how are you? They don't even address him by his fucking name. Like it's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> keep, right. do, keep doing that shit. I'm gonna throw my grandma up by fucking down the stairs and fucking blow up. All right, that's enough. Yeah, We're that's done. it. That's it. We're done. So yeah, go watch that. It's on Hulu. Rent a pal. And uh yeah. Uh hit hit us up. Let us know what you thought of the movie because I definitely wanna I have a couple lines out i'm sure you do too like i'm waiting for people to hit me back up to be like let's talk about this because like yeah i feel like this is a conversation movie yeah for sure but all right that's all we got for you guys if you want more 
you can find us at all your favorite streamy apps. Follow us, subscribe, and leave a rating. Sounds fucking weird, Andy. But don't forget, you can follow us at That Straight Show and all your super duper social media platforms. And remember, strangers better. Click that link I put at the end of the fucking thing. I want it. This is immersive for you, my friend. Oh, my God.